Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. This is the best of the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Steve, you're on with Mark and Meatball. Hey, Mark and Meatball. What's happening, Steve? How are you? How's it going, dude? Hey, good morning. And uh, if you want to know how to murder your husband, I'm the guy to talk to. Hey, that was our first question. I haven't talked to you guys in a while, right? No, it's been a, it's it's been a hot minute. Um, I think you and I have. Uh, I was at a previous station. You and I talked a long time ago. Um, I don't know, Mark. Have you have you talked with Steve Gutenberg before? I don't believe so. No, I think yeah. this is my first time. Well, all around great guy, Steve. Uh, we had a blast last time, and I'm happy to be talking to you again, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the Rocker Morning Show. Thanks for having me. I'm psyched. Awesome. Well, hey, um, something we started a little bit ago. We want to get to your movie, How to Murder Your Husband, in just a second. We do have some business we want to take care of with you first because we started this with Henry Winkler last year, and we want to do it with everybody we interview in 2023. So we're curious, what is Steve Gutenberg's favorite sandwich? Wow. It, it actually is the Henry Winkler sandwich. Really? I love Henry Winkler. <laughs> um, and I'm a big fan of his. And I met him a few years ago in London. And man, what a sweet guy. But actually, my favorite sandwich is a sandwich that Kirstie Alley made for me, oh, wow. um, which has always been my favorite sandwich. And the first time I met her on a picture, she came out on the driveway with it in her hand. It's... Uh, Tuna on toasted rye, lettuce and tomato, a little bit of mustard, cut in half, and one half is cut in quarters. Oh, wow. That that, that quarter cut just hits differently, you know? <laughs> yeah. You've got to keep it interesting. Steve Gutenberg with the uh, the Kirstie Alley special. I love it. I love it. We we love talking to you because you, you've you got just this insane list of films and TV shows that everybody loves. You know, you were in the Three, Three Men and a Baby series, uh, Cocoon, the Police Academy movies. My personal favorite, Short Circuit. Is there has, has there ever been a role or a character that you've done that you really wish you could, like, revisit and maybe bring back in some capacity? Wow, absolutely. I, I want to do Mahoney again for Police Academy. He was a great character. And I would love for Disney to do a third Three Men and a Baby and bring back Tom and Ted and myself because I love that part of Michael. Um, And I also feel that there's another installment of The Day After, which was a very serious movie about nuclear war we did for ABC years ago. Uh And I would love to play that character again and uh, in the aftermath of the nuclear war. Uh, so I think that there's a, a, a great deal of, uh, of, uh, of, of fertile ground. And I'd love to do Short Circuit again. <laughs> I'd love to do Newton Crosby. He was a great character. Yeah. It was there. Do you, do you have a preference in playing those kind of comedic roles versus the serious ones? No, you know, I'm an actor. I, right. I've done the same thing for 47 years uh, <laughs> since I'm 17. I get up in the morning. I have my coffee. I have my breakfast. I talk to my family and friends. And I start my day. Right. And, you know, I'm... I'm a, I'm a worker. I have a great work ethic, and whether it's comedy or drama, I did a really wonderful picture directed by Curtis Hansen was with Isabelle Pair called The Bedroom Window, which yes. was a very serious thriller. So I just like to do all kinds of work. I just like to work. I'm a worker. I'm a, I'm a horse. I'm a horse that pulls a plow. And that's what makes me happy. You mentioned Carrie Mahoney in Police Academy movies, obviously a great string of films. And if I'm not mistaken, at one time, I think there was talk of a spinoff with him. Uh, we assume, he, obviously, he's still out there in the force still. Uh, do you think, in your imagination, Mahoney would rise through the ranks, like become a high-ranking officer? Or do you think Mahoney would just 
kind of kept to himself a street level cop. Well, I I think that he um, he tried retirement. <laughs> I think he got married to a really beautiful Latina lady. Oh. Had a few kids. Moved to Iowa, and all of a sudden there was trouble down in Mexico City, where you know so many of the cops are corrupt. Yeah. So he went down there with his wife and his kids. And he became the police chief in Mexico City. Mahoney, uh, trouble in Mexico City. I love that. It sounds like <laughs> you've thought about this quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I love that character. And, and people love it. I, I was sitting with Bill Clinton one time when he was in the White House. And he said, you know, when I'm down, I tell you what I do. No matter if it's three in the morning, I go down to the screening room in the White House. I get the projector going and I watch Police Academy. So it makes me feel good. And 40 years later, I think it's something like 35 or 40 years later, Police Academy, 24 hours a day, somewhere in this world, Police Academy is playing. And I'm just thrilled because it's a really funny picture. And it also has a a, a statement about racism. Yeah, true. Um, And it's a really cool picture that will play forever. So I'd love to do that movie again. And, and also, like, you watch those films, too. It's really empowering for a lot of different people through the art of comedy, which I think is great. You're in a new Lifetime film right now, though, How to Murder Your Husband, uh, which we assume you play the husband in the title, Daniel, right? I do. I play Daniel Brophy, and it's about Nancy and Daniel Brophy, who were a couple having money problems, which a lot of couples divorce <laughs> over and have arguments about. They're living in Portland. So she decides to take out an insurance policy on her husband, buy parts of a gun online, and write a blog called How to Murder Your Husband. So she allegedly killed him, and she has actually been convicted, and she's in jail serving a lifetime sentence, I think. Oh, wow. That's intense. This movie is premiering this Saturday at 8. Sybil Shepard is in this, too. Does she play your wife in the film? Yes, Sybil plays my wife, and I think we're going to get a big audience for this Saturday night. I think a lot of people are going to watch because it's a fascinating story. And Sybil is such a good actor, and I've been a fan of hers since The Heartbreak Kid, The Last Picture Show, Taxi Driver, and Moonlighting. Uh, so it was a thrill for me to work with her. She's, yeah, to me, cool. a pretty cool big star. This was this was your first time working with Sybil, right? Yeah, my first time. First time I ever met her, and I was super intimidated to, <laughs> and, and nervous about meeting her. And she came in, 5'11", gorgeous, you know, supermodel, became an actress, and... Uh, and she put me at ease right away, and we had a great time. We became good friends. Now, this this movie, too, is interesting, How to Murder Your Husband. This is actually based kind of on, like, a true story, right? It is. It's an absolute true story. And Nancy Brophy got convicted this past summer, I think in June. Wow. Uh, so it's, it was ripped from the headlines really recently. And um, as I said, you know, it's going to be also not on Lifetime. Uh, it'll be on Lifetime on Saturday night. Yeah. But it'll also be on mylifetime.com which is streamed. You can watch it at any time. So a couple of days after Saturday, if you want to watch it, you can do that too. And I got a feeling we're going to get a great audience. Yeah, I think you will. Cause I know like, you know, you talk to some people and they get that thing in their head. They're like, Oh, lifetime with it, blah, blah, blah. But like this, the more I look into this film, the more it's, it's really interesting that it's getting a debut on lifetime. It wasn't, you know, maybe in a, in a bigger release, but also, you know, I love the fact that Lifetime has this because, like you said, Saturday nights with a story like this, I think it's going to be a huge draw, man. I do too. I think people are going to really want to tune in 
because it's um, it's going to have a large audience and people want to be part of an event and i think it'll become an event yeah when you were when you were handed the script for this film like were you an immediate yes on it or like did you have to warm up to it or did you know anything about the story when you got it I was an immediate yes when I, I heard okay. the director, a guy named Stephen Tolkien, who's a very, very talented guy. He wrote and directed it, and Judith Verno produced it. She's a really prolific producer. I knew that there was going to be something special. When I read it, I was fascinated by the story. And, um, and also, for the last five years, I've been taking care of my dad, who passed away in July. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've been basically in a hospital almost every day for the last five years. Ah. So I, uh, I was thrilled to, to, to get the job and, and start work. How to Murder Your Husband. It's debuting Saturday on Lifetime, streaming the next day at mylifetime.com. Steve Goomberg, thanks so much for all the years of entertainment. We greatly appreciate you, and uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you today, man. Best of luck in the future. Thank you. I wish you and your families health and success. Thank you, Sai. Thank you, Steve. Live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 and on demand in the Rocker app. It's the best of the Rocker Morning Show on 1077 RKR.